0: Oh my god, hello. Hello. Welcome back to my podcast, What's Your Damage, Duffy? And it's the 10th episode today, which is more than exciting, honestly. It's it's not going to be a special episode or whatever. However, I would love to thank everyone that just like listens to the to this podcast i can't even speak that's just me in general but whatever um and that just listens to this podcast and i cannot believe it's been 10 episodes already like it's a small number relatively i guess but to me like if it was last year this time last year And if you said something to me like, oh, you're doing a podcast, by the way, I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) And if someone was like, oh, you already did 10 episodes, I'd be like, no shit. Like, I wouldn't believe you. I'm not going to lie, because I wouldn't believe that I talked to myself for like 10 episodes, episodes, plural, whatever. Um, today I'm gonna be talking about something that is more mainstream I guess although the last episode was on um, don't look up which is pretty mainstream and um, popular at that time um, so I guess that counts as well but this one might be considered a little late I guess but also better than better late than never huh yes that's the saying better late than never and I was basically just thinking about what to do for this episode and then I had some ideas but none of them really clicked so I was like oh now this particular idea sounds great so I was like yeah let's do this and today I'm going to be talking about euphoria season two um there are many many great commentary videos um on euphoria season two and i recommend just like googling not googling but like searching it up on youtube and um many great videos will come up and um you should totally check them out as well I haven't really done any beforehand research, like I'm just gonna be sharing some ideas and maybe some unpopular opinions, I guess, but this show is like such a big deal that like I don't even want to, you know, say like a lot of unorthodox things that'll make you hate me or whatever, although I hope Um, all of my listeners here are mature enough to not base their personality off of just one show that's like not even that good and yes that is mainly gonna be my point for this episode that euphoria is just not that good and we're just making it a big deal like it's it's just us it's like shakespeare like okay dude gave us some new words cool for him but like for his work you know how we're like whoa shakespeare whatever let's teach everyone about him in every goddamn fucking grade even after high school let's teach people about him in college and master's degree in everything till they die and it's just shakespeare like it's just some old dude who doesn't even have like a decent hair a decent amount of hair so it's like it's shakespeare because we made him the all caps shakespeare like the god shakespeare like we just we just made him that person in my opinion and, and this just works perfectly sometimes with um pop culture and the entertainment industry like we just make it a big deal so it becomes a big deal but to us, it's we made it a big deal because it was a big deal in the first place when it actually wasn't, and I believe Euphoria is um, one of those things. And I was, well, okay. So like, let's just start talking. Um, you know, let's just dive in, dive deep into this episode, I guess. So I really think um, Euphoria season one was something. That was very unprecedented and so I was in ninth grade when it first um, came out and there was no COVID. That shit's crazy to think about. Um, And it was a really interesting time for me, but like not necessarily in a bad way, but it was just like I had just started high school and I was like, whoa. And Euphoria was something that I'd never seen before. Um, First of all, since it's an HBO show, I was very surprised by the amount of nudity. And that's like the classic um, thing that everyone just keeps mentioning about Euphoria and like HBO in general. And I think about that, I just want to say this is okay. So Helen might be listening to this. Hello, Helen. I love you. also happy birthday again. Um, and we kept we, we talked about this quite a lot. Um, so she would always say this one thing. She would always say, "For God's sake, if only this show was based in a college and not in a high school, and I'm totally on her side with this. Like I hear her. And I completely agree with her because the way high school is portrayed, um, especially now that there are, like, a lot of 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds that are trying to, like, keep up with the trends on TikTok, on Instagram, whatever, um, at a very young age and, like, they try to do the exact same thing that they've seen on the screen, um... I'm not calling them dumb, but like I get that. I've been there and I do think that I was exposed to internet as a way too, at a way too early age. And I do think my parents um, could have restricted it a lot more. Although at that time I was like, yo, my parents are cool, yay. And like now I'm like, oh, I wish they had just not let me have that. And not let me be exposed to that you know um so especially with that type of generation here i feel like the way euphoria portrays high school is obviously very inaccurate but it's also honestly as a freshman it made me feel like shit i was like oh so these are the things that are supposed to happen not the bad things necessarily but like the ways the girls dressed or like the way they had like a regular sex schedule with their boyfriends and whatever so i i would just see that and i was like although i do think i was mature enough to be like oh this is not real life obviously like i i think anyone could just be able to tell that but my point is subconsciously like deep inside you do feel like kind of a loser about not having that type of aesthetic in your own high school life and it's, it's never gonna be like that you know that and as a person who had just started high school I was very much like oh so I have to do all these things I have to ha- have all these things by the end of these four years and I felt just very behind the schedule <laughs> not gonna lie I felt really behind the schedule and I felt like I had a lot to do. And then the fucking pandemic hit us and then it got even fucking more impossible to just like execute all these, um, how to be a super cool high schooler, um, aesthetic, whatever. Um, so yeah. So I do think that that's kind of unhealthy and that one thing that Helen also said, um, Like, if it had just taken place in a university, everything would have made so much more sense. Like, the whole drugs thing, the whole... Girl, they're not even getting ready for the SATs. Like, they're American. It's a very um, conventional American public high school. And I have not seen one character with a book in their hand. Like throughout the entire show and that's just weird to me like the way they they don't study they don't do homework because like with every teen show it's like you always see even a ridiculously small amount of doing homework like even in the goddamn pretty little liars when fucking murders take place you see the girls at the library studying for the SATs like even pretty little liars have that and Honestly, okay, I get the whole drug thing, but first of all, how is this whole drug conversation so available to high school kids, as, especially as a person who's a jun- junior in high school? It's the show got more and more unrealistic to me because as I, you know, moved on from high no, that's not the right word. But okay, so like as i climbed the stairs of high school i noticed that some of these things i saw on euphoria would never ever happen to me and i think everyone should be okay with that and like if people feel guilty or like kind of disappointed in themselves because their high school life aesthetic does not look anything like it is in euphoria, that is actually the normal thing to do and to be. And the healthy thing, for sure. Um, because you'll never do those things, you'll never... In university, it all makes perfect sense. Like, if they were just in university, it would, it would all just make so much sense. And there's a lot about euphoria high school. Obviously, the whole dress code thing has been made fun of by tiktok as well like normal me and the when i go to euphoria high school blah 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 thing and it is something to make fun of because like at least try to be a little realistic bro like i get the whole um that like the plot is not that strong at all so you just like have to make the cinematography a lot stronger the costumes a lot stronger the makeup a lot stronger but I do think they could have tried at least a little to just make it realistic Um, on the second season obviously I also want to talk about the whole school play Lexi's play, girl, the whole, like, the entire decoration, the entire play, there is no principal in that play, watching the play, and reacting to it, like, it just takes place, and, like, no one ever says anything, um, although Lexi does ask for permission in the beginning, but, like, after that, the principal or any teacher never, ever, like, checks up on her at all or like oh what is she doing like is she gonna do something crazy what is she gonna do no one ever checks which is not realistic also the amount of decorations the amount of costumes like it's very professional and I can assure you no not even one private school in any country would be okay with um paying for all that shit, let alone a public school in the U.S. (laughs) And the way Lexi had like her little microphone and like she was like, okay, do this now, do the lights like this now. Like I go to high school, I go to a relatively prestigious high school, but that has never happened. And no girl, I'm sorry, but like you should be very unfamiliar with the whole dynamic of teenagers no one my age will be like okay now do this okay you're being really you're being a really bad i don't know assistant right now or like if you mess up the lights again you're out of display if someone my age just like said those things to me i'd be like okay i'm out like even if i was younger than them i would like no one would say that to me but like if they ever dare to do that I'd be like, okay, fuck off, this is not a professional play, like, that's just, that would be my response, and I know that would be how everyone in my school would react, it's, it's, like, let's reverse the situation, it would be the same, if I were to be like, oh, if you mess up the lights again, I'm gonna fucking fire you, or whatever, and if I was saying this to a freshman as a junior, it would still not change shit, that fucking freshman would be like, okay, fuck off, chill, whatever because like no one ever has that much respect towards anything they do in high school to them everything is a joke and they would never ever respect anyone like people can do a lot of things to seem cool and to not get embarrassed that's like the whole point of high school to not get embarrassed and to be cool and you wouldn't be able to control anyone like that So it's very obvious that the producers are not really familiar with the whole dynamic there is with high school. The dynamic, the communication, and like the personalities are all very much like how it works in college. So that also proves the point that I initially said um sorry that was ridiculous that whole that um that whole decor was ridiculous like the fact that she was able to afford that and whatever and it was stupid that she also like included the whole scene where like Cassie was like having a moment if you know what I mean (laughs) in the, was it, was it like, a carnival, or was it, like, a fair, something like that, you know, how she orgasms, like, that part, I feel like that's just to, like, get the attention of, like, the people who watch the show, because, like, I don't know, I feel like Lexi wouldn't do that, that's not realistic, I just know that Lexi wouldn't do that for some reason, like, why would she, that part, never ever supported any type of plot the play would have been completely okay without that scene i guess it's just to i guess she was like really mad at her sister at that point so she decided to go with it she decided to embarrass her or whatever but that was also really stupid just wanted to mention that because i've been thinking about it and i've been also thinking about ethan (laughs) Ethan is like, wow, I would do anything for that man. Like he's so fine and like the whole dance, the whole lip-syncing, the whole performance. Like I love him. He is a walking green flag and I want to see more of him in season 3. Um which will probably come out by the time I am married. <laughs> um and Ethan was amazing and obviously when i talk about ethan i need to talk about cat too she okay i think how badly ethan is being treated is very underrated everyone is just way too focused everyone's like hyper focused on the whole maddie and cassie and nate thing that no one is actually out there complaining about how shitty cat treats Ethan because I've been thinking about that a lot as I was watching the show I was like okay Nate and Maddie and Cassie that's a side plot I don't care show me how Ethan is feeling show me how badly cat is messing this up and the whole brain tumor thing like was that even real that was so ridiculous that I was like okay this this script was written really poorly and then I was like, maybe it is so ridiculous that it would actually happen in real life so I'm like, kinda um, ambivalent about that thing, but also, you know I heard all that fucking bullshit with like, oh the producer had like a beef with um the woman who plays Cat and like some other characters as well I think McKay as well. And like, they were like, oh, that's why they didn't get that much screen time, blah, 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 blah. And I just wanna say, how fucking unprofessional is that? Like, not giving someone enough scenes or like strong dialogue just because you don't like them. And it's a goddamn HBO show that keeps breaking records. And gets so much fucking money. And, you know, it's, 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 it gave Zendaya an Emmy, right? So, like, I don't get how unprofessional you can be. You have to be to, like, actually not give a character enough screen time just because you don't like the actor that sounds ridiculous like I don't know if it's true I think it's true because it's like pretty much um confirmed by everyone and it's like it's been like I've heard this from many different resources when I say this it sounds like I know the whole production and like cast whatever no 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 like it's just I saw this on Instagram TikTok blah 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 and I do think um it is true And it's just sad because, like, people care way too much about this show. Like, I just don't... I don't think... I think my self-respect is too high to make this show my favorite show. It's not even close to being my favorite show. Um, Or, like, making it my entire aesthetic or, like, my lifestyle or, like, my entire style. Um, Because the i feel like even the producers do not respect us that much like if you can easily do that to your audience like just like cut out screen time just because you don't like an actor if you are that unprofessional if you and if you if you're that bad at seeing the bigger picture and um how big this whole production is like if you can't see that Like, why would I ever trust you or, like, um, I don't know, make you my entire personality? You know what I'm saying? I think season two fucked it up really badly. I'm not gonna lie. Season one was amazing in many ways. It was way more personal with many of the characters. It wasn't that plot-driven. Season two was. It revolved around the whole drug thing with Fez, Nate's dad, whatever, it's like, ugh. but this, like, season one, the whole not plot-driven and more, like, character-driven thing was honestly amazing and very touching and heartfelt, and this is, like, a very, not that personal, but it's never, it, it wasn't really something I've put out there before, but euphoria season one was actually what made what made me ask a girl out for the first time yeah thank you (laughs) just sharing it with you i just watched it i saw the communication and the story of rue and jules and i was like okay i like her i'm gonna ask her out and that was my first time asking a girl out it's it's made me do something the show made me do something that I've never done before which is a really positive thing and it is a very special thing and um to see myself not having that much of a connection with it anymore does hurt a little but like I'm over it I'm definitely over it like the only emotion I feel towards the show is now like annoyance and that's when like people cannot stop talking about it like girl there's a war going on i'm so sorry but like maybe euphoria shouldn't be your only like i don't know (laughs) i don't even know what to say it's just stupid when people do that i think and like jules fucked it up really badly i know it's kind of irrelevant right now but like I was going to come to that eventually. She fucked it up really badly. And she got super annoying. She cheated on Rue. And Rue was a mess too. And it it was really repetitive. Not going to lie. Elliot was... Like I love Dominic by the way. I love love the song. um, West Coast Collective. And She Wants My Money. They're great songs. That album is... Is it an EP or, or an album? I don't know. But, like, they're great, is what I'm saying. Like, his music is great. However, his character, I feel like he was so annoying and unnecessary, and he kind of messed everything up, and he wasn't really that much of a. I guess he was a catalyzer when it, like, came to Rue's relapse, but, like, that was it. Didn't really have much of a personality, like he just uh, fucking helped people cheat, and that's all he did. And then there is the fucking song in the last episode, which I fast forwarded because I'm like listening to it, right? 30 seconds pass, and I'm like, okay, he's still singing, and it's not even that touching, so like, why is she crying? Why are they just keep staring at each other? Wow, okay, this is awkward, and then like. He keeps singing and I'm like, okay, the lyrics kinda suck, I'm not gonna lie. And also I'm like just thinking about all the things he did to her. And I'm just like thinking about how absurd it is that he thinks he can make it up to her just by like grabbing his guitar and like writing her a song and singing it. Like girl, this isn't this is not middle school and you're not like declaring your love. To your um summer camp crush okay like you you helped this girl use cocaine and and ruin her entire not ruin but like i don't know kind of like helped her ruin again like her family relationships and you also kind of took away the one thing that she really depended on um and what her dep- what her happiness depended on. And you took that away too. And you don't really do shit anyway. And then you write this goddamn song. Like, how stupid is that? And also, it lasted way too long. Like, as I said, I started listening to it. And it's like, 30 seconds pass. And I'm like, I guess this is going to end in like, a minute. Or like, another 30 seconds. And then I wait. But then I just like stand up and like start doing stuff in my room the things that i need to do and i'm not even paying attention anymore and then i pack my bag for next day of school and stuff and when i'm finished the song is still not done so i'm like what the fuck is going on and i'm like super frustrated and in the end i just give up i'm hopeless i'm disappointed and i just fast forward the whole thing I still have no idea what the rest of the song is like, but I guess it hit the top charts and whatever, which is really weird. Like, why? Um, And yeah, so Euphoria really didn't. It really wasn't my cup of tea this time, and I do think people are just, I hate, the herd psychology we have as humans because like as the whole i don't know as the whole community who like consumes the entertainment industry we love to just join stuff without even questioning it like if if the entire trend at that moment is oh my god euphoria season two oh my god oh my god rue song whatever we're all so prone to just joining that and being like oh my god, yay, yay, so good, so deep, oh my god, I've never watched a show like this. Like, we're so prone to doing that. Like, I wish we could just shut up for a second and just think and just realize that it's not even that good. Like, and it maybe it is that good for you, but, like, th- what pisses me off is that most of us probably don't even think that it's that good. And that's just stupid of us. And obviously, there are... A lot of idiotic things that human beings do. But I think um, entertainment industry is like one of the best examples of this. And it's like one of the most intense and visible and um, conspicuous proofs of this. And it hurts. It hurts my eyes. It hurts my brain to see it happen. And I'm not happy with it um as an unpopular opinion also I think I was gonna like mention Cassie I heard a lot of deserved partially partially deserved hate towards her I do get how you can hate her so much but with the same like the same thing like that I just said I feel like at some point people were saying oh I hate Cassie so much just because everyone on TikTok was saying I hate Cassie so much like because at some point we were talking about her boobs Sydney Sweeney's boobs and I was like very happy about that part that was a good time on TikTok and then it just got to a very hateful points and I'm not I'm not I'm repeating myself I'm not justifying anything that Cassie does. But what I'm saying is she does have a point. They were actually over. And it's not like she's gonna eliminate Nate as an option for the rest of their lives. Just because Nate and Maddie were a stupid high school couple for like, I don't even know, for like a year, whatever doesn't even matter it's just high school um is it not okay definitely not okay and also is Nate an asshole who actually hurt people um in a very irreversible and way too serious for like high school way yeah he did damage people pretty badly and um but if it was another person I don't think like plus Cassie has such deep and dark and twisted daddy issues that I do feel her like I'm not saying like you know at some point she's like I want you to choose what I dress like I want you to choose what I eat I want you to tell me what to do And I'm sure that that part, that specific part, pissed a lot of people off. But at that point, I was like, this kind of hits a really close spot in me. Because I, I hear her. I hear the whole, I never had a dad there for me who was protective. So I feel like the more, like as you grow up, um, and when you a dad figure is a father figure is missing in your life, um, who like a male figure who does not care about you, and no, actually, when a male figure who cares about you and who protects you is absent in your life, when you grow up, you go to the exact opposite spectrum of the situation and you want an extra, um, you know, extra caring and like, extra protective, we can all actually put that in the word possessive, so you find a possessive person who will control you, because your whole childhood, the care you needed was missing, so you never got the healthy amount, and the lack Of that caring kept building up and up and up. And at some point, as you start building connections with men romantically, you try to fill that void all at once. So you subconsciously go for a very possessive type of male. I believe that's what happens. And I do also believe that it's not something that Cassie can control Um, And it's not really, I mean, you can say that it's internalized misogyny, but I feel like the psychology behind that is much more deeper than that. And I feel like being like, oh, Cassie is not like Cassie is what feminism is against, like entirely. I do hear where you're coming from when you say that, but it's also I feel like it's the easy way out. And there is, like, a more complex issue. And just simply calling Cassie, like, a misogynistic woman. Like, someone who has internalized mis- misogyny. I feel like that's, like, the very surface-level thinking. You know, like, there a lot more just lies under that behavior in my opinion because as a person with a relatively absent father figure I can definitely say that I'm not saying I would tell a guy those things like ever but I do I can very clearly just see that happening in Cassie's case and She's, like, the perfect example of, like, how daddy issues can affect a teenage girl. Her, um, her entire body image, her entire self-worth, and just everything about her. And, like, how it has the power to just, like, disrupt a teen girl forever, basically. Um so i do think we should go easy on cassie and we shouldn't hate her that much i love maddie she is a like girl boss and whatever um she's great she's hot i like her i wish she was openly bi in the show i do think she is bi i just want her to be openly bi in the show um i really thought she was gonna like have oh 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 my god i talked about this with Ezgi. we were like Apparently, as we were watching the show, we both thought that, like, some kind of affair was going to happen between Maddie and her employer, like, the woman um, she works for, she babysits for. Um, We both thought they were going to kiss in the pool and whatever, (laughs) and it didn't happen, and we were just very disappointed because... I was so sure it was gonna happen and apparently Eske was too and we were just like what the fuck why didn't that happen? That's homophobic. Um <laughs> yeah and I do love Maddie as I said. Um I do get her rage, she has every right to, but like as the audience, I do think we can go easier on Cassie. Not Maddie, Maddie doesn't need to go easier on her. I totally Get that whole slamming her head against the wall thing. Like, that was such a mood. I was like, you go, girl. Um, And I do not know if they'll ever make up. And I don't know how strong of a plot it would be if they ever made up. It would be realistic, I guess. But it would also be stupid. I think, like, the ultimate decision you have to make when you're writing a script is... Whether you want it to be realistic or what the audience would want to see. That they wouldn't achieve in real life. So that they have a good time and they get addicted even more. <laughs> Capitalism. No, I'm just joking. But not really. Not at all. <laughs> um, and I mean, with the whole fez and like ashtray thing... That's also ridiculous. Like, doesn't Ashtray have to go to middle school? Like, no one, no one ever thinks about that. When the grandma gets sick, someone from child services or whatever has to be there for them. Because Fez was not an adult when the grandma got sick. So... Like, there has to be some type of adult for Ashtray. And he has to go to school. And he shouldn't be that tough. Like, it should be impossible in real life for a kid to be like that. So, it all gets really ridiculous. And hence, it gets harder to, like, kind of sympathize with um, our lovely brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um... Of course it's sad, by the way. Like, what happened? Um, by the way, oh my god, I cannot believe that I made the warning. Oh my god, I didn't do the warning. I wasn't... Okay, this episode contains spoilers. <laughs> I'm doing this now? <laughs> this episode contains spoilers. Great. Um, we can carry on. So, like... It- Obviously, it is sad what happened to Ashray, and, like, I'm sorry for Fez. Fez is a really cute guy, and they're super cute with, um, Lexi. I was gonna say Cassie, what the fuck. Um, with Lexi, and they're great for each other. However, it does kind of get even more ridiculous with the whole drug dealing thing, and, like, the whole gang thing, and whatever. Like, it gets even more unrealistic and it kind of like sucks um to watch that happen even more because it's already not really the most realistic thing (laughs) i use the word realistic at least 45 times by this point um at this point jesus christ i'm i cannot speak whatever i'm just really sleepy guys i'm so sorry i'm trying to like make this episode like energetic and fun and whatever but like i'm kind of sleepy because school is really stressful and tiring not gonna lie about that at all school kind of (laughs) sucks however um i do think this was like a really good rant session for me because i had a lot of thoughts about euphoria since you know season two came out and I was um, waiting for an opportunity um, to kind of share all this and like to just let it all out. And I'm glad I own a podcast to just like just for this function. (laughs) And it's funny how like it all started with me wanting to like rant about a stupid movie I watched. And that's like the sole reason I started podcasting. Just to spread hate, which is really funny. Um, And I am very proud of myself now that the 10th episode is also just pure spread of hate. (laughs) I'm joking, but I'm not. I just, I was really disappointed because Euphoria was something that I kind of like... I actually thought Euphoria was like a really artsy show you know it was very satisfying in many ways um and it's in some ways it was very not American in the first season it did it accomplished a a lot of things that was not seen before but I feel like season two kind of like ruined the magic for me and I don't think it can be fixed in season 3 but maybe if i see ethan acting again i'll think about it <laughs> i just really love ethan guys um so obviously maybe i'll do another episode on this but i don't really think so cuz like <sighs> it's just i these are like my main points i think and although there's a lot of psychological things to kind of like um do say to dissolve i guess um i'm not really here to talk about those like it's if you want like a deep analysis of like um the depiction of daddy issues the depiction of drug addiction the depiction of being um a loved one of an addict and all that um i guess you can watch more serious and more um professional videos with more educational purposes and not this rant session as i said youtube has some great videos um the well-known commentary channels already made um these types of episodes and they're just really nice to watch and they really just make you think. Um, There's this one girl her first name is Mina I think but she's not Turkish but um, she made a video Shane Spear made a video Um, those are like the main um, commentary channels I like but go check them out they really make you think about and question the whole thing in general um so you can just watch those um so yeah i guess that was it thank you so much for listening if you got to this point it means a lot again um 10th episode means a lot hope i can see episode hundred at some point which sounds crazy right now but if it happens i'm gonna cry and i'll be like 25 year year olds probably year olds years old probably and that sounds crazy honestly episode 100 sounds impossible if i ever do that i'll come back to this and be like got you bitch i proved you wrong (laughs) um whatever all jokes aside um thank you so much for listening if you listen to this in general. If you have any type of feedback, if you ever just want to like discuss my opinions or like share some counter claims with me, um, I'm here. You can always just DM, text, preferably not call. (laughs) I'm an introvert, but you can discuss with me like through DMs and like texts and whatever. If you're a friend, when we meet up, you can just talk to me if you have any feedback as well about this podcast in general i'm i'd be glad to listen to it and you know make a plan towards it um i hope you have a great morning evening night day um take care please um Take care of yourself. Your mental well-being. Prioritize yourself. Um, Do what you know you need to do. (laughs) I'm like getting deep here. Um, No, but actually like if you're going through a really busy time like me. Just make sure you stop sometimes. And just like think about anything and everything. And just like catch your breath. And feel the moment because i do think that's really important and please give yourself time to just chillax that's my favorite word um whatever i'm making this outro way longer than it should be but um i love you so much thanks for being here in general um take care see you on the next one bye